You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Great Scott! We're back on the Pipeline Show, and we're kicking off this week's episode in fine fashion as we're going to head to the Ontario Hockey League, my CHL insider today. Uh, and those segments brought to you by the store next door out in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, collecting broken hockey sticks, turning that uh, junk into some absolute uh, cool treasures you can have in your fan cave or maybe you got a sports bar, something like that. They do a fantastic job, and they're all made by people with disabilities. Employing people with disabilities at the store next door.ca. Check them out. Highly recommend them. Uh, my guest today is uh, working uh, with the Ontario Hockey League, but uh, she's been around uh, junior hockey uh, for quite a while now. Her, You can follow her on uh, Twitter at Sarah Jean Mar, and, uh, of course, that is my guest. Sarah, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, well, I appreciate you making time this week. Exciting times around, well, the entire Canadian Hockey League, but in the OHL, I mean, what, there's about... A dozen games left, uh, and the stretch drive to the playoffs, always exciting. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time right now. Teams are starting to clinch. Uh, it's really getting down to the wire, and um, yeah, it's just a pretty exciting year for the OHL in general. Well, the top team in the entire Canadian Hockey League, the Ottawa 67s, they're rolling right now and have a big cushion uh, atop the uh, the Eastern Conference and the West. you got some great playoff races. I really like it to see teams that aren't always at the top finding their way into the mix. Uh, the great story with the Flint Firebirds this year. Would you agree? Yeah, it's definitely um, definitely nice to uh, see teams like that do very well. Um, yeah, it's been been very exciting. Uh, no question about that. And the playoffs, I'm sure, will uh, provide a lot more excitement as well. I, I wanted to get you on uh, the show this week, uh, SJ, and I, I know a lot of people call you SJ, so I'm going to take advantage of that as well. Creation uh, not that long ago of uh, a new podcast, uh, by the league is is this your uh is this your brainstorm <laughs> um i can't take full credit that's uh that would be my partner josh that was um <laughs> kind of his uh his little project but uh something we've been working on together um i think it adds a nice uh a nice extra element to um all the work we do and all the um all our you know our uh, desire to kind of promote the teams both on the ice and all the all the stuff they do off the ice, which is kind of where I I've come in and added out of that community element. Um, so yeah, it's just you know another fun way to reach out to all the fans and just have them keep them in the know. Is it important at, at, in, in these this day and age with uh, social media and all of that to really try to engage the fans in, in new creative ways? Is that sort of the the genesis behind this uh the new podcast which is called ohl this week yeah i definitely i definitely think that's uh that's part of it um i just you know it's it's nice to hear the players voices and you know get that conversational aspect out there as well Mm -hmm. so i think that's uh i think that's a, a different element that it's something we haven't really done too much of before so that's uh, yeah, it's something we're we're trying out right now, and I mean we're having a lot of fun with it too. It's you and uh, Josh Sweetland uh, is the Josh uh, that you mentioned earlier. So far, your guests you've had David Branch, a good way to to kick off uh, uh, the the new podcast. But uh, Phil Tomasino, what a year he's had. Ty Delander, we just mentioned the Flint Firebirds uh, and Luke Boca as well. You've had on recently. So going through all the captains, is that sort of the the game plan? Who do you have? Can you reveal a look behind the curtain over the next couple of weeks who you have in mind? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I cannot reveal, but I will just say stay tuned because um, 
you know, we, we, yeah, like I said, we'd like to give the players a, a bit of a voice there, but um, it's just, it's nice to get a lot of different perspectives. So um, yeah, just stay tuned and you'll, you'll see what's coming. That's all I can say. Where do people uh, track down the show? Where, where is it available? Uh, so of course, follow us on social media. We'll always, you know, we heavy train of uh, getting, get your, getting content out there. So you can definitely keep track there. Uh, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on our website. Um, I think, what am I missing? Apple Music. Yeah, all of <laughs> basically, those. basically all of those good spots. Uh, Sarah Jean Marr is my guest as she works for the Ontario Hockey League. Now, this that's fairly new. Is this first, second year with the league? Uh, this is my, my first year with the league. Your first year. But you've been around junior yeah. hockey for a while. What were you doing? before getting in uh, involved with the league directly? So I've, yeah, you're right. I've covered junior hockey in the past. I've um, worked closely with uh, the Ottawa 67s in, in Ottawa. Um, I went to school there, so that was kind of where I made the jump and made the connection there. Um, I've done some writing for some various magazines, done some blogging. Um, from there, I kind of made the jump to the NHL for a bit, but... Uh, you know, I'm, I, of course, uh, you know, the junior hockey community is great and I've always really enjoyed kind of being in that space. So, uh, it's, it's nice to be, nice to be working, working here again. I'm guessing you've been a hockey fan for a long time. What brought you to the sport and what made you want to cover it from a, a professional standpoint? Um, well, so I studied, uh, journalism in school and, um, I found that for me, it was kind of, I found it a little easier to kind of pick, pick a groove and pick a, a niche and try to make a name for myself that way. Mm. So, um, I really enjoy it. Like you said, I have been a hockey fan for a while and I, I just, I wanted to do something fun and something that I really enjoyed. And, uh, when I was in school, I just kind of found it. I found my groove that way. And I, like I said, I kind of made a name for myself by sticking, 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 staying in that lane and just making connections that way. And, you know, whenever I had assignments, I kind of gear towards the sports angle a bit. And again, I just, I just found I really enjoyed it. Well, that's the bottom line, isn't it? If, if you can make a career out of something that you enjoy doing, uh, what's the old saying? You'll never work a day in your life if you're doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's, that's great. Yeah. Great attitude yeah. to have about it for sure. Now, I've been talking with a lot of ladies here on this show over the last month about uh, you know what it's been like for them uh, as uh, as female journalists or in your case working for the league. But hockey's still a, a pretty male dominant uh, environment uh, for um, a working environment to be around. H- has it been interesting for you in that regard? Uh, being still, I mean, uh, I guess in the minority when it comes to uh, covering the league or being around hockey as a woman. Uh, what's your experience been like? Um, I've been, I've been pretty lucky. I've had, I've had good experiences. Uh, I know that's not everyone's, I know that's not everyone's experience. And Mm -hmm. I definitely think there's overall, there's work to be done, but, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I'm not going to, yeah, you, you definitely, you, you know, you're, you know, you're in the minority and there are definitely challenges that come with that. But, um, I've, I've been I've been okay and I've I've had help. I've had people I guess people look out for me and 
uh, you know, this industry, a lot of it is about making connections and asking for advice and doing a lot of volunteering and taking on a lot of, uh, I guess, freelance projects. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can't really complain. I've had, I've had a pretty, pretty good path. It hasn't always been easy, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it seems to have come along pretty well. Never had an experience where, whether it was a player or a coach or a GM or something like that, that you felt maybe was treating you a little bit differently because you're not a guy? Um, I mean, for the most part, no. Like I said, I mean, some sometimes you it kind of hits you that you're, I guess, in the minority, but I, for the most part, no. Okay, well, that's... That's good to hear for sure. Where do you uh, want to take the career? Are you, I mean, you're only with the league, This is, as you said, your first year, so I, I'm sure you're not looking too far down the road at this point, but where do you where do you want to take the journalism career? Um, I'm very happy where I'm at right now. Um, I've, I love writing about hockey. I like interviewing players. I like telling stories, and I've always been a big junior hockey advocate, so I think it's I think I'm in a pretty good spot. Excellent. Well, SJ, listen, I really appreciate you making time today. I appreciate uh, getting the chance to speak to you about uh, some of this stuff. Uh, I wish you the best of luck, and uh, boy, you're going to get to watch some exciting hockey here uh, once the playoffs get started. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Sarah Jean Marr from the OHL. Uh, Thanks to her for uh, giving me a little bit of time there to uh, talk about the OHL and about her career path. The uh, Playoff picture for the Ontario Hockey League. Well, in the Eastern Conference, and keep in mind, the OHL still goes 1v8 rather than divisional playoffs like uh, the NHL and like the WHL. Um, 1v8. So in the Eastern Conference, if they started tomorrow, it would be Ottawa against Niagara. But the Kingston Frontenacs just two points back uh, of Niagara for that last playoff spot. They actually have a couple games in hand on uh, the Ice Dogs right now as well. So can Shane Wright lead his team into the playoffs. Some playoff seeding to be decided uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference as well. As you have Barry Hamilton and Mississauga separated by just two points. Uh, they're currently sitting 5th, 6th, and 7th. Meanwhile, in the uh, Western Conference, coming into this weekend's play, the London Knights are in top spot with 80 points and have two games in hand on uh, Flint, who is in second. The uh, Firebirds have been playing really well here as of late. Uh, the Kitchener Rangers, the Saginaw Spirit, uh, those three teams, Flint, Kitchener, and Saginaw, all, again, separated by two points. And really only the final uh, entrant up for grabs is Erie and the Sioux Greyhounds, separated by three. But Erie, in eighth place, have a couple of games in hand on the, the Greyhounds. So it looks like they're in control of their own destiny here with, uh, well, they have 11 games left. The Greyhounds, just nine games left. All right, up next, joining me via the Troubled Monk Hotline will be Paula Weston from USCHO. We're going to talk some college hockey as it's the final weekend of the regular season for the Big Ten Conference. And lots to be decided still as the playoffs are right around the corner. She will set the stage for that. We're also going to talk to her about how things have changed or have they changed in her 20 years plus of covering college hockey as a female reporter. That is all coming up next. Paula Weston from USCHO on the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming.
McCarthy trying to get it out of his own zone. Picks it up again behind the USA goal. This time a safe play and he finds Turcotte. With Gildon, shorthanded and over the line. Turcotte, out in front, score! What a move! Alex Turcotte, a shorthanded goal. It's Alex Turcotte from Team USA and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. NHLers Kyle Turris. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! And Duncan Keith. And future NHLers Tyson Jost and Dante Fabro all took the campus route. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 